0: Welcome to the Talent Talk with Robert Walters podcast, where we speak to business leaders around the globe to bring you the latest trends and insights from the world of work. Hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Robert Walters How To Podcast series. Uh, it's hosted by myself, Tom Andrew, as before, look after the operations team down at Robert Walters, focused on financial services. And this week I am joined by Dom Horn, an absolute veteran of RW commerce business, eight years with us. Cheers for joining, mate. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Welcome, welcome. I mean,
1: how many times have you been forced to do a podcast before by Robert wow. Walters? <laughs> I think there's been the third or fourth. Um, okay. So definitely definitely not my first radio, but I wouldn't say it's um, something I do every day. Oh well. Dab hand if you've done three <laughs> or four of these before mate, dab hand.
0: Um, so just a little bit about Dom's market. You work
1: as a commerce business, and that is essentially accountants in every industry. Pretty pretty much anything that isn't a bank, effectively, is what, is what we will cover. So from the moment you qualify either in practice or in industry um you'll you'll sort of fall under um, my team's remit and there's anything from you know retailers hospitality oil and gas businesses tech pretty much anything and everything really
0: cool so should we start by defining what is practice because the
1: how-to for our title here is how to step away from practice what is practice Practice is um, an accountancy practice, so it's um, traditionally known as like the audit firms. Um, the to the best known ones will be like you know Deloitte, PwC, EY. But this will go right down to some much sort of smaller firms who will um, be practicing audit in any any way, shape, or form. Basically, so um, you know today we'll be trying to cover uh, you know people's first move out of that. Okay, okay. So I mean when. Let's, let's
0: assume they've had, what, several years in practice? When's, when do people start looking? When's the best time to step
1: away? Um, so most people will probably do a, a three-year uh, kind of uh, qualification cycle there um, where they'll sit one of their exams, they'll um, complete all of the necessary time um, that, that, that they need to put in in order to qualify. The um, Probably the most common time for people to start looking is right right when they're, they're, they're sort of time qualifying and fully qualifying. Um, I think I think mean, that's quite a quite a natural break point where people will either look to try and you know progress a bit further up to kind of manager or senior manager level, or they'll they'll want to hop out into industry. Um, I think I think certainly from what we've seen, um the most options that you will get out of any point of leaving practice is at the point where you qualify or you know up to, to six, 12 months after that. And I think, you know, is it is it possible to leave if you've stayed in practice for another Four or five years after that, yeah, hundred percent, you can still do that. It's just that the options tend to diminish somewhat. You know, the more senior you get within the practice world. Well, I think that's natural and
0: pretty much every business area, right? You don't Definitely. have, you don't have, eighty percent of your task force <laughs> managers. Um, yeah. So, what's what are we talking there? Is that kind of a three-year route to
1: qualification? becoming fully qualified accas sort of yeah so typically they'll hire um sort of grads straight out of uni you go on a on a three-year course where you'll complete 15 exams um and there's a set number of hours of experience you'll have to log as well before you can um, what they call time qualify once you're time and exam qualified um, you then can sort of submit everything you become fully qualified uh you get your nice certificate from the ICAEW. Um, and you know, off off you go into you know the world of accounting, really. Good stuff. So you mentioned audit earlier. I mean, if,
0: is that a high volume part of practice, and do people then have to look for audit again somewhere
1: else, or are there, are there more options?
0: Um, I'd probably say it's the
1: highest volume. That we that we see there are obviously other areas of practice, sort of tax, uh, corporate finance, MA, but audit is probably the most common one that that, that we tend to to kind of help people um, sort of leave and, and exit, basically. Um, in terms of the options, yeah, you can certainly go from one order firm to another. Um, that's a relatively common pathway if people want to look at um, getting a different kind of group of clients, if they want to look at specific industries. Um, I, would, I would say most people, once they qualify, sort of want to kind of leave leave practice um the easiest and probably most common route is for you to kind of take something that is a bit more reporting focused now i think um the, the kind of common misconception is that this is just going to be doing everything you are be doing in practice but just on the other side of the table and actually i think it's probably quite far from the truth um you know most most people want to get away from that Month end reporting, and they don't want to be doing that twenty four seven. And I would say the vast majority of businesses that we deal with will, will close their month ends in four, five, six days, which then leaves you know three quarters of the month for you to be supporting the business sort of commercially and kind of getting involved on, on, on other projects and other bits and pieces, which is definitely, you know, I think the, the, the aim and the, the goal for a lot of people when they want to leave practice. Um, and I think, you know, other, other options out there, you can do something that is a lot more commercially focused straight up. It's just a lot harder to get into that. There are much fewer of those roles around and they tend to be pretty, pretty hotly contested. So we tend to try and advise somebody just to kind of get in there early, get get some of that reporting skill set. Um, on your CV, under your belt um, and it will really kind of hold you in good stead for the future. I suppose the kind of the scale,
0: of the reports or the audits or the volume that they might have done before would have, would
1: impact where you can go surely or the types of roles you can apply for potentially. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, if you take the likes of kind of massive FTSE businesses or, or very large listed um, clients, they will often look for individuals who have large multinational audit experience on their cv just because it's it's kind of similar to who they are and the types of work and 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 the kind of terminologies that they'll be using that said as well the the kind of sme market will probably look for somebody that's had slightly smaller audits where you've had a bit more breadth of experience as well now you know is it is it impossible to kind of move to one if you've got the other no definitely not it just kind of makes it a little a little bit more more tricky stuff. Well, I mean, I think I've certainly been educated in terms
0: of audit. Um, I feel enlightened for it. <laughs> um, the point of these podcasts, obviously, is not just to uh, have us kind of talking and reaching out to, to our candidate pool. Um, we obviously want to give them a little bit of a chance to get to know our team here at Robert Walters as well. So um, ask you a question you've had less time to prep for. And obviously, given the time of year, it's got to have a theme. Um, what's the weirdest christmas present that you have ever bought for somebody or given to someone and potentially let's try and keep it cleaner i'm sure
1: you probably have done before yeah i was going to say that probably (laughs) probably, probably a few things from there um certainly something i have very kind of little knowledge of but um a couple of my cousins are, are sort of of that tiktok age tiktok generation which um, I know you can't see me, but you'll you'll definitely know that I'm that I'm not of that age. Um, well, at least we have something in common. Yeah, rugby and not TikTokers. <laughs> they've um they've been asking for these um uh, kind of like light rings that are on stands for them to stick their phone in, so that they can go out and stand in the street, record these TikToks, and kind of dance around like lunatics. And I definitely did not look like the uh, average individual going into a shop buying one of those the other day. I can tell you that. So you say if we walk down the street and see someone
0: with a halo like light ring, it's probably your cousin. Probably yes. Yeah. So please look yeah. out for them. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, let's wrap this up by asking: Who do you want to talk to this
1: week? Who do you want to reach out to? Which CVs do you want to see? Um, anybody that wants to leave practice, you know, even if you're thinking about it, even if you're not sure what's out there, if you want to kind of, you know, look at example job specs and things like that, more than more than happy to have a chat. Um, we we've, we've we've actually just released a. Um, a, a PDF guide as well um, that we'll stick a link to in the description for this if we can. Um, and we can can, can send out copies of that, which just gives you a bit of a flavour as to really what's out there in a bit more detail than we've, than we've gone in today. Absolutely. Uh, as
0: always, all the contact information for everybody who's guests on our podcast and myself as well will be attached to the invites. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, everyone. I really hope you enjoyed it. Don, thanks for joining us and um, fingers crossed we all learn something.